could have been a different kind of show. We're putting out measure right now. What <laughs> happens at the barbecue stays at the barbecue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Take it in the back room. This would have been on Skinamax back in the day. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Oh, yeah. We are live. Cool. All right. Awesome. Hello there. Hello. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue Podcast, where we're going to celebrate the second annual Ewing Barbecue in five seasons, I guess. <laughs> we just haven't, you know, like mentioned the barbecue in the last few seasons. It's because we forgot about it, just yeah. like Miss Ellie. Just like Miss Ellie. Yeah. There was too much drama going on. We just we just completely forgot. Exactly. Or we're just going to wait until the last minute to plan everything, like Miss Ellie. My name is Mary. I'm Josh. This is Robin. And I'm Sarah. I'm Melanie. Hey. Jeez. Oh, boy. We'd like to do a quick thank you to our Patreon members. Brendan Phillick, Captain America, Sheen Pye, Laura Bernheim, Brad Maholan, Anita Wren, and Kristen Carlano. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And cheers. Today, today cheers. is September. Oh, cheers! Yes. Thank you. Today is September thirteenth. Oh, Never too late to wish Linda Gray a happy birthday. Who turned eighty-two True. yesterday? Happy birthday, Miss Linda. And Mary Crosby. Happy birthday, Miss Linda. Sixty-three tomorrow, the fourteenth. Shalane McCall, Charlie Wade turns a fifty years old on the sixteenth. Happy birthday, Shalane! How old? Fifty. I guess that's close to my age. I was thinking she seems she seemed like my age, but I guess not. Morgan Woodward, who played Punk Anderson, one of three Morgans that I count on the show, uh, also on the sixteenth, wow. he would have been ninety-seven. And George Chakiris, who played Nicholas in the Nicholas. Dream Season, Nicholas. was Nicholas. Uh, also on the sixteenth. He would be. He will. No, he will be. He's still alive. Sorry. Nicholas. He will be 88. Nicholas will be wow. 88? Is that right? What? Yes. Born what? in 1934. Are you yeah. doing the math now no, or are you doing the math be, early? Well, he will be 88. We wow. had this problem last time. <laughs> because nope. because Linda Gray just turned 82. Friday. He, just, he didn't seem that old on well, the show. I guess. I don't but know. It was 35. 40 years ago. I know. Yeah. Think about it. When you're in school and your mom comes to class and you're like, she's so old. But she was like 30. You know what I mean? Like, he was also in uh, West Side Story. Oh, wow. West Side Story. Along with the two people from Twin Peaks who are in West Side Story. That's crazy. Yes. And speaking of Twin Peaks, did you know that the Queen turned down an opportunity to see Paul McCartney because she wanted to watch Twin Peaks? Of course I did. She tried to find out uh, who killed Laura Palmer, just like she tried to find out who shot Jr. I knew that, but I didn't yeah. know about Laura Palmer. Yeah, wow. I feel like Lisbeth and I could totally watch TV together. Like, maybe not The Crown, but um, I feel like other than that, we had pretty yeah. similar taste in TV. And Friday, uh, the 17th, uh, would have been Dawn Starr's. Hundred and fifth birthday. Insane. If you can picture people Insane. that old. I know. I always say this, but Don Star is Jordan, right? Jordan, Jordan Lee. Lee yes. Yeah, very good. I was like, who thought I should know that? But you know. now, Jr. <laughs> now, Miss Ellie. Now, Miss Ellie. 
21st, a lot of Dallas birthdays this month. September yeah. 21st, Larry Hagman would be 91. I know. Martha Scott, who played Patricia Shepard, uh, on the 22nd, she would be 110. Beth Toussaint, who played Tracy Lawton, turns 60 on the 25th. Mary and I both go, Robert Ackerman, who is the only male living member of the cartel, Wade Luce, (laughs) turns 84. What's his real name? Robert Ackerman. And September didn't say a whole lot ever. No, he's kind of a quiet one. Right. More of the silent type. Just FYI for guys that are listening and watching right now, we're a little bit delayed. So, like, I'm talking and then I'll look over and I have some of the fucking ugliest faces. <laughs> like, when I'm reading or I'm, or I'm going like this. Like, so, just beware. We're about five, ten. There I go. Yeah, do it again. A little delay, yeah. yeah. Lastly, September 26th, the most interesting man in the world, Bruce Harvey. Jonathan Goldsmith turns 84 as well. I'm the most interesting girl in the world. That's true. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nobody laughed. <laughs> I said it was true. Oh, oh I hear you. I'm deaf too, by the way. Um, well, that, that's, okay, all, so, that's all I got. All right. So tonight we are talking about season five, episode 12, episode 89 of the series, Barbecue 2. Everybody, that was a cable from Daddy. He said his work is finished. Wouldn't miss the Ewing barbecue for anything in the world. He's coming home on the 14th. That's enough time to make this the biggest barbecue ever. John Ross is the one who should be here. John Ross will be here. How'd you manage that? I invited Sue Ellen to bring him. You miss it? (laughs) Speaking of barbecues, what are y'all drinking? Oh, speaking of barbecues, I'm drinking a Robert the Bruce Scotch Ale. Um, I actually got a beer because I thought it would be like real barbecue-y, and I just, it did not taste good. And so I threw it out, and I got my regular Sarah's Mommy Wine. Look, in my cup, it rattles. I'm so sorry. I am double... Uh, double fisting? Oh, damn. I might do one of those, too. Double fisting tonight, yes. The JR Bourbon. Melanie, enlighten us with your craft uh, beverage of choice this evening. I'm starting kind of light because I haven't had anything to drink in 10 days. Okay, cool. That's, yeah. So cleans, cleansing like, your body. Uh, I need to do that. Kind warming, of, warming, yeah. up the pa- warming up the palate for the evening? Uh, um, because reasons. So, uh this is called uh, Mango by Icy Light. It's like 3.8%. It's not bad. It's kind of like one of my go-tos when I don't feel like pounding another really hard, like, IPA. Really hard. <laughs> pounding another really hard IPA. God, I just, I fucked that all up. We could go so into a whole sexual context yeah. about that, but I'm going to let that one go since we're live tonight. Pounding <laughs> it really hard. Yeah, we're pounding it hard tonight, baby. <laughs> Isn't that special? Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, uh, so this anyway. episode was written by Arthur Bernard Lewis, directed by Leonard Katzman, and it aired January first, New Year's Day, nineteen eighty-two. 
That's, so like that a is month rare and three days after my birthday. A, I know. That, I usually the holidays, they take those weeks off. That's because they have nine thousand episodes a season. Back in the day, that's they used true. to do that shit. Right. That's but they true. had to squeeze them all in. Yeah. Ugh, I love those days. We're lucky to get. We're lucky to get like twenty. Two out of a broadcast show now, and ten. You're lucky out of to like get ten. Yeah, right. yeah, ten. Yeah. Like COVID yeah. was even worse. Yeah. yeah. The the new Dallas was lucky to get fifteen and fifteen seasons two and three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, First season was. So maybe started on that. This mm. week, uh, New Year's New Year's Day week of 1982, the number one Billboard US hit was. Still physical by Olivia Newton John. This one hung on for a while. I forgot how popular this song was. Fucking radical. That's right. why. That's true. <laughs> um, radical dude. The number one film in America was Modern Problems, starring Chevy Chase, Patty D. Arbonville, and Dabney Coleman, and which was directed by Ken Shapiro. And I've never heard of this movie. I haven't either, and I love Sh- Chevy Chase. <laughs> Um, the top news stories this week. Uh, Pope John Paul II prays for an end to martial law in Poland. 30-something oh. stars Ken Olin and Patricia Wedding meet, and they later marry. Uh, Peruvian Javier Perez. Uh, Clemson wins the Orange Bowl for college football championship. And MTA Clemson. launches a five-year... Capital program to overhaul the New York City subway system. Well, that's, that's a lot to handle today. Yeah, it was a, a lot. lot of information. Yeah, it was go a lot. Go big or go home. It's a lot of information. Yeah, a lot shit happened on a New Year's Day, 1982. Big plans, big plans. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. Dallas, Josh? This episode plummeted to number five in the ratings. What? And you would think a barbecue, but they'd be like, hell yeah. I didn't know what barbecues really were yet, though, I think. Yep, but the preview at the end of this one, I bet next week's is number one. Uh, Probably. Uh, Dennis Redfield makes his first appearance as Roger. Well, wait a Uh, second. January 1st, right? Everybody's probably Uh, freaking hungover. Nobody watching TV. This is why... (laughs) Oh, there's probably some special on, too, because it was New Year's Day. So there's sports, right? Isn't there sports on New Year's Day? The Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and the Toilet Bowl. Sports. So people are watching the sports, and they're not watching the Dallas. So right. this is why they preempt shit now. But still, no, the still Rose Bowl Parade. Dallas. The Rose Bowl Parade. They're watching is the handball, right, Mary? The handball. They're watching the handball. They're watching the pigskin. But to still have number five with all that going on. True. That's very true. Yeah. Still pretty good. Was it the yeah. highest rated regular show of the week, and not a sports broadcast? Who knows? That we don't know. Um, so yeah, and bit it was player games. bit player Sorry. Ann Lucas makes her first appear of forty eight appearances on the show. She later played Royal Barons club waitress Cassie during seasons Cassie. seven through ten. Is she the tramp at the barbecue? No, no, yeah, no, the uh, tramp at the barbecue. You mean um, Ray's mm. lady uh, friend? Lady friend Tony Purdue. Was that her? Tony Purdue. I don't know. I w- I don't know. I thought maybe you meant her first appearance on the show, but then later she plays Cassie. But yes. I don't really remember. Yes, yeah. that is yeah. that is correct. So okay, she could see, have been playing she, somebody else. She had pretty teeth, though. It might yes. have been her. She just had different hair because you know, nineteen eighty two versus nineteen eighty six. 
Yeah, we right. have lots of hair talk in this episode <laughs> in all parts of the body. Lots. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And La- Larry from Deltum Catering also catered the Ewing barbecues in seasons six through eight. Well, he made sure he got right on up there to remind her that she was an idiot and hadn't contacted him yet. Yeah. Stop by the house. Uh, I feel like that's. It, why do you pull up and honk, too? You know, scare the shit out of an 80 year old woman? Seriously. <laughs> he was like, nah, nah. And he's like, hey, Masala. Yo, Ellie, what up, anyway. bitch? <laughs> I literally put and honk. Cliff, what the fuck? That's what I put. Cliff drives a BMW with Cliff B tags. For the first time, right? Yeah, oh you, know, you notice how all the cars are pulling up, then he pulls up in his little uh, crap box? Well, it's and, a BMW. And Catherine has to climb out of the – they have to pull the seat forward for her to climb out of the back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's how a coupe works, right? Do yeah. Um, I'll save that one for later in the episode. But uh, Howard Keel says he felt that becoming a part of the Ewing family was actually difficult. The cast was wonderful, but in some ways he said he never felt like a part of the group. It was hard to do that when you're replacing somebody, and the writers didn't do anything to help me because he was not known as a New York actor, and so they didn't really know what to do. Were any of them New York actors? I mean, really? I thought, isn't he? Isn't he kind of a New York actor? Mm. I mean, Broadway, I thought he was like Broadway. Right? I know. Yeah. How, how are you not a New York actor in your Howard Keel? Like, I need to go read this book again, <laughs> right. man. Yeah. Like, what the what the fuck? <laughs> now, Morgan Brittany really. Uh, her Ugh. took hold after this uh, season when the writers decided to up uh, her bitchiness. And she said that her fixation with Bobby is on display early, in the, as early as this episode. Oh. Yeah, you think? Yeah, um, I, yeah. yeah. And here's the interesting yeah. thing. I've, I've posted the comparison <laughs> picture before, but she said that she took the makeup look from the Dis- Disney's Snow White Queen. Especially the eyes. I can see that. Totally. I can, see it. Totally. I can yep. see it. now. Especially now that you said it. I can totally see you that. Know, and the bulk I can't of the, think of better casting if they did a live version of that. I know. Really? Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the bulk of her character was stolen from Anne Baxter in All About Eve. Some of her seasons with Vic, scenes with Victoria were very similar to the ones between uh, Betty Davis and Anne Baxter. And she used a lot of facial expressions that she studied from Ann Baxter a lot and um, she actually told her this when she did an episode of Hotel and was very flattered and I will save the Leonard Katzman's thoughts on Jim Davis till later. Hello to anybody that's watching on live. Yeah, if you're on live right now uh, hello and I'm not watching the chat so if you're there say hello to us. I know I want to see the chat. Oh, there's Brenda. Hi, Brendan. Oh, Brendan. Brendan, excuse me. My husband, Scott, and Brendan. Hello. Okay, good evening. All right, so we open on Miss Ellie walking in, to, walking in from the barn at South Fork. This first sequence of scenes really takes a lot of time. and Yeah, up to the breakfast, and then it, then it kind of picks up, I think. Yeah, yeah. So she's walking in, and Larry from Deltham Catering comes to discuss... The Ewing barbecue. It's that time of year. I'm so excited. And he pulls up and. Sorry. <laughs> it's a little aggressive. Like, what if they had chosen to go with a different caterer that year? Like, that would have been super awkward. 
Yeah. This would have been the most awkward cold call in the history of cold calls. (laughs) Yeah. That's awkward cold call. Like, like what if what if they brought back Tilly from episode five and her her right. friend that were catering? Yeah, because they the had last catered for a while. I actually got to see. Yeah, yeah I feel like yeah. Tilly's barbecue was probably top notch. I would imagine Tilly's was a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. uh, Jr.'s Waterloo. Did you see? Never. Mind. We're not there yet. Just keep going. Yes. I'm sorry, I was going to okay. say something real important. Miss Ellie, Ellie, uh, Brendan says, Miss Ellie wants to double up on the food and liquor. Double, 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 double. Double. Get snockered, Ellie. Yeah, that that will come when um, when she gets the news that Jock is coming home. But at the moment, she's like, right. no, there's too much going on this year. No, no barbecue. Yeah. 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 <sighs> I do I not say do a barbecue. Ellie's outfit in this scene is really 90s, I think. Um, we have that like white t-shirt under a romper, and I feel like you add a choker and some Doc Martens to that, and you could go right to like Lollapalooza. She's like, she's like the Benetton look with that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the yeah. Oh. belts. Anita K. Dunning Wren is here too. Good evening. <gasps> Hi, that's my friend Anita. She is a Patreon supporter yeah. as well. So we have really? some Patreon supporters Hi. in the chat. Thanks, Anita. Thank you. You can't miss the barbecue episode, so we'll say Robin will wave hi to you as well. <laughs> so back to uh, back uh, to hi. Ellie. Okay, so dumbass leaves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it's F, it's into... his version of his effing wagon. Right. Yes, exactly. It's a wagon. Uh, Jr. and Swellen have made uh, the front of the newspaper. Uh, that's what I said. I said front page of newspaper. Like shit. Okay. All right. There's no war going on in the world, or the hostage crises that could that this that, that are more important the than Ewing their divorce. divorce no, not n- not more than the Ewing divorce. Mm-mm. The Ewing divorce. Come on, come on. <laughs> and I like how Ellie just she looks at it and then just throws it down. She's just like, ah, ah. And she goes in, and Bobby and Pam are the only ones in the. What a sparse table. Really, yeah. it's just. I mean, it's, you know, nobody's there. I love how they come in and. Miss Ellie's kind of like, wah, wah, wah. And Pam's like, I have an instant cure for that. The baby. Because you were Everything instantly cured, is about you? the baby. It's Everything the baby. Is about the baby. Again, when I said she went from crazy, crazy, not having one, now she's crazy obsessive. Yeah. yeah the baby's going to fix every problem. She's swinging back and forth on the crazy train. It's oh, not good. Oh, wait. It's not good. Oh, yeah. There she goes. There she goes. Hey, cuckoo. Like, hey, cuckoo. Well, you know, guess y'all saw the paper. Well, it's like you brought it on yourself, dumbass. He asked Lucy if she's told Mitch that he's she's a uh, an oil, a big power in the Ewing oil now. It's like, please, that would be an interesting storyline to explore, though. Get Lucy more involved in Ewing oil so she has actually something to do. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Oh my at God. Least she would have kicked Lucy ass at as that. an executive. Yeah, Lucy, the executive. Uh, I would have loved to see it. I think she would have yes. been a, a less slutty Merrily if they would have let her do the job. Like, it should have yeah. been like a power trip kind of thing, but like real. She would have got shit done, I think. Yeah. She would have been go. a thorn in JR's side the whole time. She just would have been. One, yeah, again, which would have made it a great storyline, yeah. but they don't even let girls see anything in this in this episode. No. Sorry. No. I, I could see it being like. Paige Matheson and Greg Sumner. Oh, I love that. <laughs> what really got me was that Jr. started to, I thought he started to blame Miss Ellie 
for the divorce not going in his favor because he he didn't sling any mud. And I was like, how the hell are you blaming her for it? You were going to do it. And then you turn around and saw her and you felt, I don't know, guilt. And you backed you had down. Some compassion a little. And I was I, like, I seriously, this is a fuck you, JR moment. If anybody wants to ding or honk or whatever. There you go. Ding or honk. Where's your ding sound honk. effects? I just don't want them going off every five minutes because of the stupid ads because I won't. That's the funniest thing, though. You'll be sitting there and goes. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll pay for the damn thing so I don't have those ads going off. How's that? And then JR said that John Ross would be there if it wasn't you know, eating breakfast. And Lucy said, oh, you probably only want him here for his voting shares. And JR delivers the classic line that was brought up in the new series. Why don't you have that plastic surgeon of yours design you a a new face with one without a mouth. Uh, huh? <laughs> I know at first oh, I said, well, that's kind of mean. I know. <laughs> first I was like, that's kind of mean. And he goes without a mouth. And I was like, Oh, I get it. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I, she just smiles too, because I think like she knows that she's got to him. If he like starts like spewing shit back at her then, and then she's gotten him. So yeah. she just smiles. Yeah. Oh yeah. She loves getting under his skin. Mm-hmm. And I love the next kind of zinger whenever Bobby says about going into the office. He goes, great, I've lost my wife and gained a watchdog. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I was like, what a dick. And JR leaves and Donna comes in and wants to take Pam, Miss Ellie, and Lucy into a surprise. But nope, Cray Cray Pam decides she needs to stay home with the baby. Yeah, I can't. I can't, couldn't possibly bring the baby, I don't know, with me. Or anything. No, we have to stay at home with a baby. Seriously, she's lost her fucking marbles. Sue Ellen was out gallivanting all the time without the baby. I mean. (laughs) What? Shit. Didn't she have him in the car one time when she was drunk? (laughs) That's bad. But I think she did, really. Um, Uh, All right. So everybody else wants to go but Pam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we cut to Cliff at his mom's house. Is that right? Yeah, he's reading the Ewing News in the paper, and um, he's the, he's really like Daily contemplating Ewing press. this news. The yeah, Daily Ewing I Press Herald. Get the, uh, the paper. Yeah, and he's kind of like contemplating if he should contact her now that she's free. Because he tells his mom, like, because she was like, hey, like, I saw that whole paternity business that was happening, like, because Houston's not that far away, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, there was something to that. Yeah, and she said, you don't think I read the papers in Houston? I was like, it's in Houston, too? Like, think about it. Like, that's (laughs) fucking crazy. So you're going to be, like, in the, I don't know, every newspaper, I guess, in Texas. Yes. I'm surprised they didn't buy out the USA Today and send them off into the uh, national news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But he says that he fell in love with Swellen. Like, it started as, like, Swellen getting back at JR. But then he fell in love with her, and he's pretty sure that she fell in love with him. So it was a thing, and um, I don't know. I liked seeing a sensitive Cliff there for a very short minute. Yeah, short, very short. short because but then he says Jr. won't interfere because he has the power now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool story. Cliff, right? have, yeah, I was I, like, okay, some, hey, man. Can I have some of what you're smoking now, Cliff? Can I have some of that? <laughs> for real. Ugh. You think you have the power? Mm, and yum. Uh, then uh, Sue Ellen is overcome with excitement at her very first new apartment all to herself. And Clayton is there to help her with the set up the financing and they're going to go shop for furniture. And but she's never been on her own before. 
Yeah, she's never she's been never on been her on own. Her. And she's, this is like a high for her because, yeah. yeah. And you could tell she's excited. It's kind of sad. She's really excited. I know. And she's, she, her hair is really pretty in the scene, by the way. I it's really curly, like it. it's but like it's like messy curly. curly. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. Messy. I actually did put hair on here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said curly wild. That's what I said. <laughs> curly wild. Curly wild. Um, I like, she says that she's aware that she's going to make mistakes being on her own for the first time, but she's kind of like here for it. Like I get to, cause he's like, yeah, those are your mistakes you get to make. So you fine. get to make them right. And I even yeah. put on here, I think that just a little bit, Clayton gives her, I don't think it's like perverted dad thing. I think it's, he's given her a little bit of like her own self-confidence that she's never had before. Yeah. Just like, yeah. A, yeah. Well, she's, she's like a daughter to him. Yeah. yeah. He says. Yeah. And he doesn't want to let that go. And I feel like he has, a, this is right. I'm really seeing that like Clayton and Dusty, I think are a lot alike, but Clayton has a lot of wisdom that Dusty does not have at this point in his life. Right. And Clay- Clayton's note rope works. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's a wrinkly note rope. But it still works. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see my husband's comment? No. No. He was um, like, cutie pit. He said, cutie patootie with the pigtails. Stop. <laughs> Adorable. I agree. That was kind of cute. I'll give him that. Okay, sorry. Um, so Donna has taken Ellie and Lucy to the bookstore where her book is being sold and on display. Sam Culver, The Political Years. I don't, I don't know that that title would draw me in. If, unless I was uh, into politics I, and history. It sounds a little dry to me, but uh, is pol- reading about politics is not my thing also. So I don't know. Yeah. She's got a real good insight. Really good mm. political insight. Yes. And she's getting her picture taken by this photographer named Roger Larson. My God. When I saw him, I was like, it, it was like flashbacks. Because like, I, I knew who he was. I'm not going to say anything. But I didn't know who he was. And I was like, wait a second. And then I was like. Uh, and then it yeah. all came back to me. And then also in this scene, I said, what the fuck is Ellie doing? They're like moving her over by, by the sunlight. And Ellie walks around and like, she's like in the shot. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, and she sit there and it's like they kept that. the camera on. No, please go back and watch it. Cause I was like, is it me? And I was like, oh, she's going to move. But no, she literally walks like kind of in front of the camera and then goes to the backside where the window is, which they were saying, we're trying to get more light. So not only was she blocking the light, she looked like a fucking creeper standing over Donna staring at her <laughs> in the shot. Anyway. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So if you didn't see that, go back because it's really yeah. fucking weird. Oh and Lu- Lucy takes Roger's business card. Hmm. Creeper. Because yeah. he says that you should, he, she should keep modeling. And uh, under this, I'd like to point out they're playing some like music that's like their 70s sexy music that they used to play when Sue Ellen was drunk. Oh. Like the beginning. Of- is that poor is that poor music? Oh my gosh. That sounded like that's the Roger that is the new Roger music. He yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is also the Roger music. Yeah, exactly. And let, that means um, be on high alert. We should post up all of our pole dancing pictures from 2018 at the the Longhorn. I didn't have a pole dancing picture in 2018. 
I had a couple and a video. You had a lot. Oh. I didn't. I didn't get I mean, one. I might have, but I wasn't. Next time. Next time. Meanwhile, Jr. doesn't want Bobby at the office. No, not at all. Um, he's pissed because Bobby's obviously there just to like keep a check on him. Why don't you go home and diaper your baby and take care of your nutty wife? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I was like, well, JR is actually I mean, right for once. Ding, ding. I'm going to give that to JR. <laughs> yeah. I know, that was actually true. It was mean, but it was yeah. true. Yeah. Well, JR, finally got one. JR, you're a bit nutty yourself there, thinking you can stockpile all that oil and get try and make a deal with Clayton Farlow. I mean, come on. True. It's true. And then JR just kind of pouts about that. He's like, oh, I would have been. Fine, I could have done it. And Bobby's like, yeah, right. Okay, sure, Jan. Where's the financial <laughs> reports? No, go ask Sly. I mean, he forgets that Clayton is Jock's age, so he's probably been doing this shit since before he was born. Right. He knows right. every trick in the book. And it's just like mm-hmm. you told him, you know, better men than you have tried. Yeah. Right. JR, you were, you, were just, you were just an itch in your daddy's pants before uh, when Clayton was doing his, in his prime. It sounds like crabs. All right. Um, so everyone um, congratulates Donna during the pre-dinner drinks uh, about her book. Even JR even seems excited for a second. Yeah, and then Wait, I was like, was the- oh, because he's just trying to piss off Ray. Because you can tell Ray's okay. pissed. That was yeah. gonna ask because he was the very first one. He was like, "We finally did it, Donna." And then I was like, "Is he being a nice?" And then I kind of saw yeah, it. We and got then, an authoress in the family here. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Chairs dick. So, and then Ray just is like pouring himself like a huge old drink the whole time, looking super like uncomfortable and shitty when people are telling his wife that she's awesome, which she he's, is he, awesome. And he's yes. silently he brooding like a, is, is what we're going for, huh? Yeah, he's he brooding. looks like he's an older a, sibling. This, yeah. the, the, their sibling's getting the attention. And he's like, mm, he's he's like me. Yeah, yeah but he, uh, he's just the hired hand half-breed, so uh, of course he's going to pout. Yes, yes. Brent, Brent, Brendan says that Ray filled his glass up to the very top with bourbon. And he would be blitzed even before he sat down to dinner. <laughs> yeah, it was full. It well. was very full. So anyway, so they're starting to plan for it now. They're like, okay, we're going to have the biggest barbecue ever. Then he's coming home, so we better start planning. Um, and then we cut to the next scene where the barbecue has already been planned and people are already accepted that they're coming. Which, like, how did we do this so quickly? Like, there's not email yet. Did you just personally call everyone? I, I don't get it. Uh. That's like Sue Ellen's furnished apartment uh, condo later yeah. on. Like what? <laughs> Which um, we'll get to. When we get, but Pam yeah. is feeding Christopher, and they decide to go see Sue Ellen to invite her to the barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Because they really think that John Ross should be there when he should be there i agree with that granddaddy comes home okay so then we cut to donna's interview yeah which this is like literally so i because i was thinking maybe they jumped ahead in time but they had talked earlier about the next day being donna's interview so it literally has been a day and we already have the whole barbecue plant (laughs) so wow so somebody must have gotten right on the phone maybe it's an early version of on the computer where they just push a button and uh, 
the barbecue is already planned. I don't know. It's like maybe, maybe, maybe she, yeah. I don't maybe know. she had the internet before uh, the internet. Maybe before we yeah, connected yeah, everyone else to the internet. I don't know. Was... First of all, I thought I thought the female reporter was Catherine at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't. The other thing was they. I mean, it seemed pretty cool. Like they were asking Ray about how he felt about Donna and her success and he was keeping it together. And I'll be damned if I can remember what the last question was, but it was, Oh, she said, I, I feel like uh, it's Sam, Sam, about Culver's, Sam. Sam Culver must be a hard act to follow that. Yeah. And I was like, like don't, don't ask these things. Like, why, uh, that's kind of ass. And right. she, like I, like I was saying, I saw that's some people get asked questions on the Emmys last night, like pre-show, and it was like, what the fuck? Why would you say that out loud? Like, I want right. to know why some reporters go for that jugular. I mean, yeah, it's great to have a story, but because they want to be the one to get the scoop. That's and you, you know, you have the nerve to do this in the guy's own home. Just be like, hey, how do no. you feel like you can compare to her, her uh, dead husband? Like, I know he's like, that's never think like, about it at all, and it's like, oh, or every single second of your day, Ray. Or you do now. And the Brady Bunch yeah, kids like, were at the oh, Emmys, I except didn't. for Marsha. I oh, why wasn't Marsha there? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Why wasn't she I don't there? Know. I don't know why Maureen wasn't there. I liked her book a lot. It was creepy as fuck, and I liked it a lot. <laughs> I, only read, I only read Greg's book. Uh, read Marsha's, because it's like, oh, like, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of made me feel dirty after you read it a little. Yeah. Okay. But Don- Donna has a book, and it's uh, causing quite a stir. I guess. As oh, political yeah. books go. Disputed votes. I remember I wrote that down. Sam Culver was elected with disputed votes. I was like, right. that's significant. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And they said that he um, he got more liberal as he got older instead of more conservative, which was a thing in Texas. And then she's like... He would not have wanted to be called a conservative or liberal. But, but, and I thought that was, you know, a little bit interesting. So then we cut to Mitch. <sighs> this is awkward. Yeah. Uh, He's becoming uh, one fine doctor. Von Willenbrand's disease. Uh, just a simple overview. It's a bleeding disorder caused by low levels of clotting protein in the blood. And uh, so that it explains is often the bruising. inherited, but in rare cases may develop later in life. That almost sounds very much like uh, very similar to hemophilia because they don't clot. But mm-hmm. I think it's in that family. It's I don't know why I had to Google it recently, but um, I can't remember why. But yeah, that that rang a bell. And I remember when Mitch came in and was talking to the doctor about I found out the patient bruises easily or something like that. That that makes sense now. Hmm. Yeah. And then Lucy calls to invite him to the barbecue. Uh, and she convinces him to go because Jock is coming home. And why did the doctor answer the phone? It's his office. Yeah, but did did they ring him in there? Like, or yeah, you know how sometimes like somebody will like sly or somebody will you know buzz okay. in and be like, I thought it was hey, like calling straight to the office. Why is she calling his office and asking for Mitch? It's weird. But I get it. Um, now he's in talking to the doctor. Right. Would you take that phone call when you're in there with your boss? No. Unless Hell they no. say it's an emergency, your mom's dead or something like that. Yeah, but. Be like, oh, hey, uh, soon to be ex-husband, maybe. I want to invite you to the barbecue because granddaddy's like, coming home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mitch, uh, you're going to have the Biloxi blues because your mama kicked the bucket. No. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, like, so for an annual barbecue, 
he's been around for a while now and he's never heard of it either. He's like, you're having a barbecue? She's like, yeah, we have it every year. <laughs> Don't you remember? He's like, every okay, year, except the past few years. Were you guys not married really that long? Like, wow. No, they were yeah. married for, yeah. you know, to, to have a cup of coffee and then split up. Not long enough to have a barbecue, well, apparently. Uh, long enough that she was in uh, Miss Dallas for an entire year, you know? And she's not right, anymore. which we learned in the in the Roger Larson scene that she uh, her year was up. Yeah, it's up, and she became Miss Dallas after they got married. So they've been married over a year already. But she's still wearing her gold Texas necklace. Did y'all notice that? Oh yeah, right. it's like a little. It's a little gold Texas state. Uh, it might it might not be Miss Dallas though, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, he does not want to go, but says he will. Right. Reluctantly agrees. Uh, Reluctantly agrees, yeah. That's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You're such a no bro. You act like you're going to go and then you can cancel later, but you're like put on the spot. Just, sure, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, sure. I'll make time for it, blah, 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 blah. And then, bye. And then. Yeah. I'll try. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Like, yeah, but then, maybe then, if he gives her the, then if he gives her the excuse that he has to work at the last minute, she'll, she'll, she'll pout because that's what she does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's our Lucy. And is our Lucy. And we cut to Ewing Oil. Haskell. That's the guy. Yeah, Haskell Haskell. has brought the books in. um, And he says that they are looking really good, even with the loss of the oil. It's fine. How many millions do you need, dude? Like, come on. (laughs) At at that point. We're just going to tuck that under research and development. I think JR's just making sure it all looks good when Bobby looks at shit. And so, and Haskell's picking up on what JR's putting down. And he's like, yeah, we'll yep. just hi- hide that under research and development. It's totally fine. Totally fine. And Brand, uh, Brandon says that that is some very cl- uh, fancy accounting. It had to be like uh, $20 million or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah we'll just tuck it when under did you, there. When did you get your last, when was your last raise? Yeah. Well, six months ago. Yeah. Well, I think he's about like, to get uh, another one. Mm-hmm. About to grease your hands, motherfucker. And we're going to write the uh, Ewing 6 off as a tax, tax write-off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it worked very well for them. <laughs> Doesn't he say that there's it's a dry hole anyway? He does say it's a dry yeah. hole. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it goes right into anything. the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> Not well lubricated, is it? Not at all. Yeah. A little scratchy. A little scratchy. <laughs> so they need, they, they need some of that Ewing uh, chest oil to lube up the. Um, <laughs> I feel that lube up the it's going to cause a rash. It's going to cause a rash. I just got chills all the way up my body. <laughs> and not no, in a good way. No, not that kind of. Oh, mm. No, not that. Let's go ahead and move on to the next scene. Where we're also we're talking a totally different direction. Where we're talking about Ewing Six, ironically, which Cliff is like, oh yeah, not, you, capacity, not Ewing man. Sex, but Ewing Six. Yeah, yes, yeah, Ewing Six. It would be Ewing Sex if it was in German. Oh no. <laughs> Guten Tag. My family and I are looking for sex. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh Griswold. Uh, what? <laughs> But Ewing Six is going to become Barnes Wentworth One. Yeah, because he thinks he can pump a lot of oil out of it. He wants to pump it to capacity, doesn't he? And then Jr. just got done saying it's a dry hole, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I am Cliff Barnes, and I am here to pump 
you up. And then Afton calls and she wants to go to dinner tonight and he can't. But he's like, how about lunch tomorrow at the Vineyards? At 1 p.m., which is going to turn into dinner because when they finally get to the scene, it's dark outside. Yeah, and it looks like dinner, not lunch. But maybe it was a really yeah. long lunch. It's lunch that turned into dinner, maybe. <laughs> and I knew she said Linner. lunch, but I was thinking it looks like a dinner. Linner. Yeah. Linner. I see lunch. A linner. Yeah, yeah. It, was, linner. It, it was dark outside. So unless there's a total eclipse of the sun at 1 o'clock and Bonnie January, Tyler is no. singing. We call it supper. January. We call it yeah, dinner. Yeah, but it's, it's not dark at 1 p.m. in Texas in January. Probably. Probably not, no. Unless there's some total like solar eclipse where the sun is blocked out for a while by the moon or something like that. Solar too close to the equator, man. The heart. Bonnie Tyler's version or Nikki French's version? Mm-hmm. Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sue Ellen is busy decorating and wearing jeans. And the plants. How much? How, well, it looks like a jungle so in there. So many plants. Yeah, she likes plants, I guess. Didn't know that she got well. that place. She got that place furnished real fast. You untie that bird from the ground and let her fly. The thing she will do. <laughs> she did very get true. Touche. Very much um, furnished quickly. Well, that was but, all her. Like she, yeah. And she's been probably she thinking about this a while. Me. She went to a store and she's just like, I want that, on that, and that, mm-hmm. and that. And Deliver it to the house. Deliver it. Yep. I got money. Clayton helped her get that financing real taken care of real fast because he said he was going to have he somebody did. help her. Out. That it took him less time to get the financing than it took him to get his oil over back in his refinery. He's well, do we know that day. he has the finance all set? Because he said he was going to, but I don't think we see a follow up. Well, she guess, has, she has the house and she has all the furniture already in it. So obviously, yeah, but she was in the house when she was talking about getting the the financing all set. So I'm guessing, yeah, but there was no that. furniture in it. She hadn't moved in. Oh, yet. she doesn't need financing for furniture. She just wasn't buy that shit. Oh, just getting six yeah, grand financing a month. on the y'all. On he's the house. Clay's just a fast danger needle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fast he's like Red Runner. Uh, I'm sorry. What Wiley sound Coyote. does the Red Runner make again? Maybe. <laughs> 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 Ding dong! The, the doorbell is ringing. Uh, Who could it be? Uh, Who can it be now? It's it's Pam Ellie, Ellie and crazy. She's riding the crazy train. Oh, yeah. So they come in and um, tell you know, Sue Ellen learns about uh, Christopher and how, oh, you were able to adopt. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. We were able to adopt. Yeah. And I'm crazy because really? I'm, because yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, uh, I, I can't leave the house. I, I can't let the baby out of the house. He, he might get damaged. Yeah, did she say it was too late to take him with her? But it was. The daytime, right? She said I something sus- like, well, it was too late to bring him. I suspect it was daytime. It looked like daylight that was coming in when she opened the door. It didn't look like it night. It seemed like it was like the middle of the day. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can see a nap thing going on, but then why don't y'all wait until he gets on his nap and then go over there? So you can take right. it. She's I don't know. Sue really happy to see them, though. She's like so excited to there. Yeah, and Miss Ellie is going to send somebody over from South Fork to help and some help mm-hmm. get some people to move furniture, right. and because mm-hmm. she still yep. thinks of her as part of the family. Yeah, but. and then they invite her to the barbecue, which is the official reason they came there. But so Ellen's just like, I don't know if I can go. But then um, Ellie is like, No, Jock will want to see you and John Ross, so you 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 totally he'll. You know, basically, Jr. will be in his best behavior. Come, 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. She was he, really nervous. You could tell. Because if Jair's going to get, get out of line, he's he's going to have to deal with the jock cock. Right. That's right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe. Off both of you right now. God damn it. Get out of my business. Ellie's making her chili. Lucy Lucy has told her for the third time that Mitch is coming. Right. JR comes in saying that, oh, man, a blind man could find that chili by the smell. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And that's where Ellie tells him that Clayton and Swillen have been invited. And then JR says, that's what, like, that's what I like it with some bite. A bite. Yeah. I was like, ooh. <laughs> and that seemed no. ad-lib to me, too. Like, I think he threw that in at the end. Yeah, I think he totally ad-libbed think- that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So real Texas chili doesn't have beans? Is that what I hear? I don't know. Originally, no. Originally, no. That was put okay. in by people in, I know this, hold on. Anybody I don't out know there, this, but I've heard it before. I put it in mine. Anybody mine out too. there make Texas chili and do they right. put the beans in or not put the beans in? It's, like you kind of need the beans. It makes it a little bit, I don't know. An extra little ink in there. Yeah, it's the ant. musical fruit. It gives. It's going to give you a reason to toot yeah, later. That, it gives oh, you the, Lord. It's the fiber with the protein. It's, it makes it a whole meal. Yeah, gives you the Isis filler. has joined us. Isis is finally on with us. Hey, 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 girl, hey. She is here <laughs> just in time because we're going to be getting to the barbecue soon. Yes, the actual perfect. barbecue scenes. Yes. Oh yes, and it's yeah. It's and we want to hear, so we yes, wanna hear yes. Isis's commentary on the barbecue as well. So. Yeah. Meanwhile. All right. Meanwhile, Rebecca is on the phone with Catherine, and Catherine's planning to come visit for the barbecue. Uh, Rebecca's also trying to convince Cliff to go. Apparently, Rebecca had a hand in trying to get Catherine an interview at a news station in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. So she's contemplating to moving to Dallas, maybe. Hmm. Oh. So maybe hmm. we'll see be- some more of Miss Catherine. Maybe. That would be nice. Have the whole family together. It would be really right. nice. Oh, yeah. You know, sisters the, together at last. Mm-hmm. Sisters and big, siblings. Big brother awesome. taking care yeah. of his two sisters and just, you know, yeah, holding hands. Hang out and all the time. Having mm-hmm. Sunday brunches together with mama mm-hmm. and going yep. to church. And, it uh, sounds like the idyllic life. Oh, it mm-hmm. does. I, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. Move down there, yeah. Catherine. It's going to be great. <laughs> Some things are too good to be true. JR arrives at Sue Ellen's apartment with a big old thing of flowers, and girl is not happy about it. I think she's more shocked and a little bit scared at first. Yeah, and then yeah, she's like, so okay, too. let your, and then she lets her fucking guard down. Yeah. Does Miss Ellie put her address in the directory at home? Right. And I'm sure she's afraid that he's coming to do something terrible because, of course, he is. She's thinking. Mm-hmm. He's just been threatened. He just threatened her like last week in the middle of the court. So I was say, yeah. Oh wait, Jr. is being nice. He brought yeah, John he Ross some blocks. Nice. Yep. Her face Letter when blocks. she opens the door. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm just here to see the boy. Yep. And uh, then he says, we should be cordial, you know. We, we, we're done with all the divorce stuff. We should be cordial for John Ross's sake. Motherfucker, you should be cordial regardless. Which, and she, okay, but. She asks. That's not you know, what she you said, were saying you last week. You could have used her, my past against me at the divorce hearing, but you, you didn't. And 
he goes, she asks if, if that's because Miss Ellie was there. And he said, no, it, you know, I, I want our son to respect both of his parents. He He's really I putting the spin. Him. He's, he's putting the spin on this. Such a if fucking liar. I were, almost believed him. If he were Pinocchio, his nose would be growing and growing and growing. Oh, my God. So he wants John Ross to grow up respecting both of his parents when he doesn't show John Ross's mother respect in front exactly. of him or anybody else. Ever. Literally, write the, literally write the same thing. Ding, ding, it, ding, 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 <laughs> Let it fly. Let it fly. I mean, yeah. seriously, like, I, I almost believed him for half a second. And then JR stages a nice tender moment with John Ross spelling mama and daddy and oil. Oil. And you just and you just see Sue Ellen's face. She's oh well, it's like a trance. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Run away! Like, this is run away. <laughs> and I turn your head quick. I would get a <laughs> pit bull or a Doberman pincher and put it outside and train it. Sick Jr. Sick him. Sick him. This is like this is like the line. The line has now been cast. Yep. Then we cut to Clifton Afton at lunch. Uh, I, which looks more Is like dinner. Have we established that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Leonard. Leonard. Okay. Yes. Um, the Leonard. whole the, this whole scene just bugs me. Or Dunch. Dunch. <laughs> it just seems like. I mean, at least Afton's honest. I mean, she tells it like it is. Yeah, she's not hiding anything. But then you no, see this like honest. arrogant kind of like dishbag Cliff that I don't like because yeah. Cliff can be a dickhead, but he's like a sad dickhead sometimes, and like you feel sorry yeah. for him and yeah. fight the good fight. But in this scene, he's like, "Yeah, I got the power now. I'm a douchebag." Like that's what I an arrogant like I want to punch him in the throat across the table. He says, I think yeah. he's trying to be what he thinks Afton wants to see. I think is what he's trying to do, which is just yeah. not a good call. He's trying to emulate Jr. It's just not a good look right. for him at it's all. It's not a good look for him. Mm-hmm. And it made me like just be like, Ugh. And she tells Cliff that she's been offered jobs like singing and dancing, but she has to do other things. Okay, like what? Like, all the clubs in Dallas? I don't understand. I feel like what is happening in Dallas? Say, it, sounded, it sounded like Jr. probably blacklisted her from every club mm-hmm. except except Probably. No, but probably, but I was thinking to myself, well, what have you not already done anyway, dumbass? <laughs> I mean, I mean, she's trying not she to do that anymore. Because she's, she's the one well, who said good. no, she didn't want to do it. She has That's not good. Done Better herself yet, then, but she has Sarah. already done it all. She wouldn't she go down done. on Von Leland, so she drew yeah, her line she, there. I mean, who would? <laughs> she realized that wasn't either. the life for her. No. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you know, fuck good. you and all your money. Goodbye. No. There, there are hey. things I will not whore myself up for. Yeah. Does there, and Serena, Serena wouldn't. <laughs> Serena would have gone all the way. Where's Serena? She's a hooker. That is her actual job. She is a sex worker. She is a sex worker. Afton is not. Right. Yeah. Like yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. She is. Afton is not. She, she, knows, she, she realized. Go ahead. Right. No, that's what I was gonna say. It's like she. That's her like job. So she knows what she's doing when she goes into it. I think Afton was taken off guard when she got into all these different places. And they're like, I'll give you a job, but go in the back room with me for a few minutes. Right. She's like, but I can really sing. I honestly think that she thought she was maybe in a relationship with JR. And that when he asked her to do that thing with the thing with Cliff, she did it 
but she also like it didn't bother her because she's actually attracted to Cliff. So she's like, okay, I guess I'll do that. But then when he's like, no, now you got to do with all these other dudes. She's like, wait, no, that's not what I signed that's up not- for. Like I thought we had a thing, and then oh, she, you know what? Right. She peaced out. What I just realized that huh. is how a lot of pimps break in their new girls. How they date them at first, um. and then they start trying to get them with their friends. It's also called, called man-fucking someone. Yeah, <laughs> right. Then we're going to hoe you out and pass you around like a bottle of tequila. That's really no. sad. But Jesus. It is sad. But no, I mean, I'm, I'm glad Afton said, like, no. Like, I'm going to sleep it. with yeah. who I want to sleep with. Like, yeah. it's going to be for yeah. me and not you. And I really like yep. that actually Cliff called her out, even though he was kind of being a douche. But he was like, yeah, you just want me for my money or my title. And she was like, mm, Yeah. But yeah. guess what I'm saying? He did that, but she also said, sure do. I was like, at least you guys are honest with each other. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I got to be pre- careful and protect myself because mm-hmm. I want to accomplish things in life. And I like you, but right. if you're not going anywhere, like, then I'm not going to waste my time. She's totally honest. She's not fucking around. Because, yeah. Cliff, when you're a loser, you're a loser. And I don't want anything to do with losers, okay? So... <laughs> Right. Piss off. And she doesn't think he doesn't think he's a loser, loser. right now. So the no, common thing no. I keep seeing with men on Dallas is that they it, it's all about pride and they've always gonna be winning, winning, winning. They don't see like a setback as a setback. They see it as the ultimate failure. Right. And you can't uh, win every time. Well, Ray yeah, Krebs? Ray, Cliff, like everybody, yeah. like they just have little things and it's like, oh, it's the end of the world. I'm finished. I'm no good. And it's like drama queens. Dude, Right? And Drama what do women keep doing? Jock Ewing getting on. stubborn over to Kappa. <laughs> women Kappa. are doing the work. Yup. They're pushing out the babies and making the chili. Oh. And, <laughs> and actually, so like, more. making deals for Ewing oil. It took Miss Ellie yeah, to Miss figure Ellie that shit saved. out. <laughs> How many times has Miss Ellie stepped in and saved more than once. ass now? Mm. Right. More than once. Save that bacon, Miss Ellie. Save that bacon. Yeah, she is the one that had to strain all that shit out for the men because they fucked it up. Attorney mm-hmm. Eric just tells Bobby yeah. that the uh, baby's blood relative would need to be found because he oh, yeah. has first claim on the baby. Just throw that right. In there. Basically saying uh, your friend fucked up, kind of, and having yeah. um, custody of this kid because that's not how any of this works. That's not good. Your friend is in a sticky wicket. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Barbecue. Woohoo. So, welcome home, Jack. Uh, welcome home. Um, the first one that pulls up is the Texas taxi with this, the longhorn on the front. Is, is that, that what that is? Is a Texas taxi? It said Texas taxi on the side oh, and it had the longhorn okay. on the front. And is that mm-hmm. the car that was parked at the steakhouse we went to for the reunion out front? Oh, maybe. Uh, I'd have to pull up pictures, like the, but I think so. I think so too. Or it was like, but I, it, they might have changed yeah. it. But the thing on the side said Texas Taxi, and then it had the. I knew I'd seen it, and I couldn't figure out where. But and I was like, oh my gosh! It was under the sign, I think, at the. Because an- another one, another yeah. one pulled up uh, a little a little later when um, they should keep those in real life. Now I would ride in one. Oh a Texas yeah. Taxi. They, and I get pictures on the hood of it too. They they should have used those in 2008 to bring us up to yeah. the ranch. Wouldn't that have been oh, nice? Yeah. Drop us all off. 
Diamond Cole. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Isis uh, says that she remembered in the forum that somebody typed up a long recipe for Miss Ellie's chili. And it was mostly uh, delicious looking, but then it also included various Ewing family spit and shotgun shells. And the list got really weird, but comical. (laughs) (laughs) I got to ask, Isis, are are we talking about pre-crash forum or post-crash forum? Was there a forum after the crash? I left. Yeah, that they brought they brought ago. it back with um, like new software or something. I don't know, um, but they lost they lost a big chunk of it. But I think it was on what is it that called the Wayback Machine? Oh, oh Jennifer yeah. has to go. Good night, find... good night, Jennifer. Everyone, say good night to Jennifer. Yeah. Night, night, Jennifer. Jennifer. Y'all I come think, back now. You hear? I think. Uh, I think some of it got saved, like the, I mean, okay, early, yeah. early stuff, way before I even joined, like early two thousands, is still yeah. out there. But there's a big chunk of time in between that just gone. Huh. Well, I don't know yeah, what you happened. You can find well, some I crazy I, shit on the Wayback Machine. I think Sounds I do like know the- what happened. I think a domain name was allowed to expire, and um, it did, and then chaos ensued. It happens. Yeah, but I haven't been back there and I don't remember. I used to go a long time ago, but I got annoyed because there's a lot of toxic people. And I was like, I don't need any of this. So I've been in like, (laughs) hey, Isis, remember the toxic fandoms we were talking about? (laughs) Lucy's dancing with Mitch. She said she had JR figured out. She had JR all figured out. With Afton. Yeah, of course she did. She, she's got JR's number. Yeah. Um, That's why I think she would be great at Ewing Oil. Of course she would. So JR takes uh, John Ross from Sue Wellen, and then Ellie immediately takes John Ross out of JR's hand. She's like, yeah, I'm taking him. And they're wearing <laughs> ascots. The Clayton, Clayton and uh, JR have their ascots oh, on. I didn't even... I didn't even register that. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. We have to drink because JR's wearing an ascot. And Clayton is wearing one too. Silky white one. They're all okay. I even noted Clayton's is fucking huge. It's not like a regular (laughs) ascot. His is like big cock ascot. I mean, it's Clayton. BDE, baby. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, he really does have BDE. He does. Yeah. He he has junk cock. He he has the the Clayton cock. Giant. He is Clayton noodle. Danger noodle ascot. The Clayton Cock. Oh my God. Clayton Oh my God. And Clayton's really excited to meet Jock. Speaking of. They can compare they can compare their danger noodles and their that energy. That would have been an interesting dynamic. It would have. Comparing cocks? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I know mean, you knew. I just want to see your face. We don't know how far the would have gone. Could have been a different kind of show there. I mean, we're putting out measure right now. What happens at the barbecue is at the barbecue. No, yeah. like, <laughs> this this, this would have been on, this would have been on Skinamax back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Carrion said that uh, has said before. Clayton is the posh version of Jock. I yeah, to, totes. I, I agree with that. Okay, yeah. okay. We, I can see that. Yeah. He got a little softer edge. He kind of like yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, he's so just mad as hell. And speaking of Clayton, he, he and Rebecca uh, recognize each other, and they had last seen each other at a uh, Heart Foundation the heart thing fund. a couple of years. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they look a Is little cozy. Me? 
there are some sparks flying there. I thought for sure. I was like, this is a great I meme. Maybe that'll get her out of Cliff's hair. Yeah, a little meet cute there at the barbecue. Yeah. That, th- they would make it's a nice like couple. people Cliff. that would have hooked up if they weren't already married to other people. Yeah, but they're you know? not married to other people because her husband's dead. No, they're not so now. Right. Oh, right. Back in the day. Yeah. Right. So maybe there was always day, a little, hey, Tension. you know. Uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Seems like a lot of people knew Rebecca, but they didn't know she was Rebecca Barnes. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah, she was hiding that. <laughs> yeah, she did a very good a job hiding. She, didn't she have a different last? She was. She went by Rebecca Burke, Burke didn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Burke. Yeah. yeah. She obviously did not want to be found for a very long time. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's a mm-hmm. lot about that whole thing that just, it still doesn't make any sense. It, so, I don't even try it anymore. I don't even try. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, yeah. You yeah. can change your name, mm-hmm. but you can't change your appearance so much so that you are completely I think she was counting on Digger never running in the same circles. Um, and then it would have been awkward, I think, only really with Pam and Cliff because those are probably the only people. I mean, she might have run into Ellie, but if she just avoided the Ewings, like hanging, going to the same things with them for years, I mean, she could have Is San Angelo closer to Houston? She's with ISIS. Rebecca was a deadbeat mother. <laughs> Love it. I mean, but they ended right. up. They ended up at their right. fundraiser. Uh, for walks Dave like Cromer. a duck and talks like a duck. Right. Because mm-hmm. she and Herbert ended up at the same fundraiser as the Ewings did. When, right. And then they disappeared. That had early. been many years by that point. So she, you know, Ellie's not going to be like, oh, hey, Dicker's okay. ex-wife. Steve Rogers is with us. Cliff Shirt jo- is John open. Michael Milton. Oh, I know. Says, you just can't think about it too hard. Okay, mm-hmm. for, for Cliff, his shirt is very open. And then Cliff, just the minute Cliff that you and probably. Bobby. Well, that's what I think. Just the minute that you realize, oh my God, Cliff is showing uh, chest hair. It's like, dark, dark, dark. And then Bobby comes up with one more button open. <laughs> it's like, who has the most hair? Me. And then like, Ray is going to have one I'm button that up. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm down now. No, how to say that? John Michael Milton is right. It doesn't add up. You know, there was some things that just don't add up about that. It's true. It's very true. Speaking of Bobby, uh, Bobby takes uh, Catherine yeah. up to the baby. Oh yeah, and then uh, Bobby wants to dance. Pam doesn't want to come down until after she feeds Christopher. So Pam says, "Well, you and Catherine really need to get to know each other. So why don't you two go dance? Why don't you guys go dance?" Not a good idea. No. Nope. Sound no, the horn. No, no, sound no, everything. No. Sound all our. Make yeah, all our no, sounds. No. She. Uh, yeah, oh. Um. Uh, not only that, she lets Catherine hold the baby, and not only does she hold her hold him very awkwardly, the baby can't hold its head up yet. It's going. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, hold the fucking like, neck. Yeah, I was like, she's already trying to kill your baby. It's the yeah. Christopher she's, Ewing she's, bobblehead she's, baby doll. It's the beginning of both. It's the beginning. It's the yeah. bobblehead doll. Yeah. <laughs> Those Spigot. look out. It wasn't All right, the so chicken. they go down to dance. Oh, wait. This I, is my favorite part. We have a, we have a uh, I, ISIS here. She said she tries to take uh, in the whole psychology of her, a really young woman and getting married and having babies young and marrying an alcoholic. But Rebecca was a deadbeat to leave her kids with an alcoholic. That's what I always said. She was, she was definitely like, wrong. Even if you can't afford it, take them with you and then figure take something out. Take them with out. you. Because you just there's, left them in a home. bad situation. There's there's, yeah. Like, you left your kids what you were running yeah. away from. And you left them she in it. That's a deadbeat. fucked up. 
It's like I'd rather the, live in my car than leave it, my kids as a deadbeat remind, dad. It reminds I mean, me of the time the Simpsons were fleeing something, and Homer goes, "No, save yourself. Forget the baby. Forget the baby. Save yourself." That's Homer Simpson. Yes, right. I said that's what it reminds me of. Is Homer I'm, saying, yeah. I'm the only, "Save yourself. Forget the baby." I'm the only female in this chat who doesn't have a child, but even I cannot fathom leaving your children behind. I no, I cannot. <laughs> No, Most I can take my child. Well, as so I'm saying, I could take my child somewhere and say, you know, mom, I, I need to get back on my feet. Can you help me and take care with the, your mother or a relative? Yeah, you take but the baby she did with was you. you. Right. You she take the left kids them. with you. You don't leave them. And if you don't have anybody, guess what? You live in your car. You buy milk at the right. gas station. You make right. do. Mm-hmm. You take care yeah. of your kids. Yep. Okay. Sorry. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. I just, I can't fathom it. I'm getting ready to um, kind of wind it down here for me. So I want to get this by their yeah. part. Yeah. Almost, Ray, Ray is hitting on Tony there. Perdue. Tony Perdue. Mm-hmm. From the, from the, uh, the Longhorn. From the Longhorn. I said, Ray's drinking and flirting with the tramp. Bragging about his money. He's gross. Donna comes up, introduces him to her publisher. George Whitnow. And he says, everything my wife does is wonderful. And then he just walks off with the tramp to dance. And, Donna and that's needs when a drink. this bitch right here would have come right behind that motherfucker and grabbed him by the back of the shirt and said, no, you're not. That would have been me. Hell no. Sorry. Instead, like, instead like, she goes the- for a drink. Yeah, she's she's She's, she's trying to be Southern calm. I'm just like Southern crazy. Like there's not, there's oh, no, oh, oh. there's no yeah. second in me that would like, get, I would be like, first I'll count down. Scene, no, I would. Come on. No, no, no. <laughs> I've, got, I've gotten better at this. Now I go five, four. Three. I give him five seconds to figure out, oh, fuck, I just fucked up. If you don't turn around, I'm going to grab your ass from the back and make a Southern crazy scene. Don't think I won't do it. <laughs> Chris Carrion. Tell you from a preacher to a hen in one shot and don't think I can't do it. <laughs> Chris Carrion in and our chat see. says, if you can compare a person's actions to something Homer Simpson has done, then you know that person has done uh, wrong. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that person has exactly. screwed the fuck. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And Catherine is worried about Pam. Uh, she says she's just like I know I don't know her very well, but she's acting like a, she's acting kind of weird, and like she's not wrong. She's not wrong because she she's is not wrong. But, but do you think but she's still, planting the scene in Bobby's deflecting? Deflecting. Well, exactly. Take the but, attention off you. Yeah, but don't you think she's also trying to put the bad attention on Pam in Bobby's head? That's what deflecting is. Oh, but I thought you meant deflecting <laughs> off her bad behavior. Anyway, go ahead. But yes, it's it, it's like a double meaning. Gotcha. It can be either. Gotcha. That doesn't have a chance to <laughs> yeah. last too long because Bobby runs into the judge who handles most of the adoption cases in the area. Right. Awkward. Yeah. Mm. Mish gets beeped into work, <laughs> and Lisa well, isn't that, happy. You mean that boombox on his belt that goes off? Yes, it's this fucking big. big. I know it's so big. It literally like is the belt. size of like an eight track. Melanie, yeah. I know you don't know what it is. Do you know what an A-track is? <laughs> well, making sure you're a lot younger. I was giving you a compliment. But it's like he had, I mean, legitimately, I was like. They had started putting cassette decks in cars by the time I came around. But my dad's Plymouth Roadrunner road, road, road had, had a space for the uh, A-track. Like my brother and I were sitting there with the manual one day. We were like. Dude, we can record things with this microphone and this eight-track deck. I know. That's what I did. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that's a huge beeper. And it's his yeah. he's on call, he said, or something. He's on yeah, he's on call. So he has to he has to call in 
And meanwhile, JR's getting drunk. You can tell he's getting drunk. Mm-hmm. That's why that's Michelle double up the alcohol. That's going to take a lot for JR functioning alcoholic. Right. He, how much? How many? How much has he put away already? Oh, oh, well, he's been drinking since 10 a.m. How many decanters <laughs> of bourbon has he gone through? How's that liver oh, holding up? How's that uh-huh. liver? Oof. Uh, oh, too soon. Too soon. Um, With a side of onions? <laughs> he runs into <laughs> Cliff. Whoa, whoa, say that again. Onions? On- onions? You New Englander. Onions. How do you say it? How do you say it? I've been trying to catch myself for the last few years because somebody from the South pointed out that I said onions, almost like a, onions? Sil- a quiet I mean, G in there. I, I yeah. kind of do it. It depends on how I'm saying it. It's got to be a Northeastern thing because I heard, I say I heard onions. Josh say it and I went. I say onions, but it's kind of fast. Really? So it's like. What onions. is that? <laughs> There's what no that, G in it. What is that stuff that's like ice cream that comes in like raspberry and orange and lime? Gelato? Sorbet? Starts with an S. S-H-E. Sorbet. Yeah, that's it. No. Sorbet. S-H-E-R. Sherbet. There's no R. There's no R at the end of it. No, there's not. It's sherbet. Sherbert? That's why I just said sherbet. Yeah. There's no R. Well, we are. I'm an idiot. I didn't say there's no sherbet. I learned that a few years ago, and then I started looking at all of them in the store. No idea. Now I've got to look at it. They are so weird. We were just talking about sherbet last night. Sherbet, yes. We we have a comment. uh, Oh, a couple comments. Uh, um, Alexander Patrick Kasmal. You you put the G in it. Onions. It's onions. Would you let let me go to the forum for a minute here? uh, Alexander says, hello from Europe at night. And I agree that Rebecca messed up. Ray is just being a jerk. And Bobby sure isn't uh, JR when it comes to scheming regarding that whole adoption. Uh, he tries. Correct. Correct. Yeah. He's, he's just he's, really he's bad at a, it. Yeah. He's got yeah. a conscience. He can't do the yeah. underhanded thing. Well, once you give up integrity, the rest is a piece of cake. Uh, um, everybody's dancing. Yeah. Did okay, everybody so, catch the comment? Go ahead. Good. You oh, go first. oh I, I like uh, Afton comes over when JR and Cliff are Cliff's wondering why he's there. And says, oh, I'm here to see the look on Jock's face when he finds out that I own Ewing 6. And then Afton comes over and JR goes, well, you two must know each other because misery loves company. <laughs> That's an old one, JR. It is. It's, it's, it's oldie but goodie. Um, and then Mitch has to leave because he has a special patient named Evelyn Michelson who needs him. Who's getting divorced, special. by the way. Special patient. Is that the one with the easy, easy bruising? The the Whatever. No, this no, is the one who is. P.S. I'm getting divorced, and uh, he's got a new, got a new oh. girlfriend. I get oh, a yeah. new face. Mm. That's uh, that's right. Patty McCormick from the Bad Seed. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Very special patient. So then everyone is dancing. Uh, Catherine is um, saying why she's thinking about moving to Dallas. She's I she's tired of the men comment. in New York City. She said they're either on coke, on the couch, or both. And I wrote, LOL, 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 LOL. Me too, me too. <laughs> I was like, maybe that's a great one. Maybe, she says to Bob, maybe the men in Dallas would change her mind. Right. Looking straight at him, maybe the men in Dallas. Like, like, like you. Like a creeper fucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> I love Crazy Eye Catherine. <laughs> There's not much I get from the next scene. Isis, I think Mitch was a bitch that season. 
not just a he's midge, a bitch a every season. Oh, he's a bitch all the time. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. I love him yeah. as a person in real life, yeah. but yeah. not in real life. In real life, I love oh. Lee McCluskey. Mitches, yay! Please visit his pages and check out his artwork. By the way, oh my god, I, I follow him all the time. It's awesome. His art is off the hook, amazing. He's just yeah. so phenomenal. It's just person. so different. Yeah. Um, um, this so yeah, nursery so scene the, just creeps me out. I'm sorry, I missed it. Yeah, she's in. She's in the. Uh, it's like an emptier nursery. Like it's still there, but it's like emptier. The, doesn't have all of John the, Ross's the, stuff. Got some cobwebs the, in it. The creepy rainbow was not on the wall. Yeah, it's not. Well, on the, the wall creepy anymore. fucking bunny was in the rocking chair, and she was petting its head, and it creeped me out. Yeah. And then Jr. comes in and asks her if she misses it, and you can tell exactly what he means. And she's she tries to deflect, and she's just like, oh, you know, I really love this room <laughs> and he's like I'm not talking about this room <laughs> get away from me uh, I have to say uh, something really quick he's drunk he's so drunk you're about to read it I think Josh go ahead I want to say something about it oh you, you can read it if you want to okay well the, Chris just said this, and actually I read it first I was like eh. he said this is a bit of a hot take but Catherine is a better partner for Bobby than Pam you know what I agree I don't like Catherine but I agree because I think Bobby has always needed somebody to have a goody two shoes. Catherine bothers me, but I think that comment is actually very true, and no one would ever say that because because he does not need a goody two shoes like Tam. He never. Bobby is That's too true. good. He needs somebody that is different than him, opposite the track, and there's like a angel on your shoulder, angel on devil on your shoulder, like that kind of thing. That's why he has a couple other. Um, I don't want to mm-hmm. have spoilers. A couple, I would say. Two future people who and the I ones like my with him. I know who you like with them, and the other's mm-hmm. mine. Uh, um, mm-hmm. And I think they're really good because they're not Miss Goody Two Shoes. They're just like people, and they keep him on his toes. And they're a little know. sassy, little sassy. Although, yeah. If they continued with the Morgan Fairchild portrayal of yeah. Jenna Wade, she was more. Uh, she was. Priscilla's was a yeah. little more like she'd been through shit. You know, and yep. she had calmed down a little bit. <laughs> yes. You said been through shit. I thought you said she been through shit. I was like, what did that happen? <laughs> I was like, is that a trick? <laughs> sorry. I just, I'm deaf. I told you. Go ahead. Sorry. And, and okay. speaking, of, speaking of Priscilla, Sophia Coppola is uh, turning her, uh, Priscilla's book, Elvis and Me, into a movie. The book that I'm she sorry. wrote in 1985. Sophia Coppola is, is doing Priscilla. I love both of them so hard. Are too. you kidding me? I do too. And that was just, just came out yesterday. Oh my God. El- Elvis and me, they did that like a lifetime maybe a long time ago. I, she I have it on VHS. I do too. Uh, I have it on okay. recorded on something. I, in but, a way, I feel bad for the uh, – they've they've cast the Elvis and the Priscilla. I The names don't stick with me, but I – I'll have to look them up. After following up Austin Butler, I feel kind of – Bad for the guy that's taking over as Elvis. Sophia is going to knock it off the hook. She's an amazing too. director. Th- that may be so, but I just, I just see this. I do see this guy being compared to Austin Butler a lot because it's so close in I mean, time. Follow you're going to be compared to Elvis, so I mean, you can't mm-hmm. beat that. So true. Oh, anyway, Alexander that just made says my day. Holy shit! Alexander oh, says that. Uh, look it up. I would ship uh, Catherine and Bobby over Bobby and Pam every day. I prefer yeah. Pam, Sue Ellen. I ne- I'll never understand why they 
never dumped their guys and just drove off into the sunset together. Not in that wagon, though. Please take Pam's cool Porsche. <laughs> just like so, Thelma and Louise, that shit. Yes. Pick up 87 Brad Pitt on the way. And Brad Pitt was on Dallas, too. So I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 87. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm on the last page um, of notes, guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Anyway, so Owen storms out of the room after uh, JR makes a pass at her. Because for like one second, she's like, you can see her like kind of weakening. And then she's like, fuck this. And she just leaves the room. She learns. Like, do you miss it? I always have this room. I'm not talking about the room. Yeah. Yes, JR, I do. No. <laughs> He's drunk and he wants what he can't have. That's what, um, yep. Okay. Once the divorce was final, he wanted her because he couldn't have her. Okay, they couldn't have her, yep. Um, so then Cliff and Afton were dancing and then they decide to leave because they're kind of feeling uncomfortable. And as they're walking away, Cliff and Suellen run into each other. And then it's like... Some sparks fly. A little sparky sparks happen, um, which Afton and notices we- and just kind of lets it... And, and we have some interesting notices. dance couples on the uh, dance floor that we have. There are um, some weirdos on there. Yeah, we have yeah. Ray with uh, Tony. Tramp. Mm-hmm. Tony the Tramp, Purdue. Uh, Cliff and Sue Ellen. Mm-hmm. No, no. Bobby, uh, Ray, and, Ray, Bobby, and, uh, Bo- Bobby Catherine. and Catherine. Catherine and, then, and we're Clayton. Uh, Cliff was there with some unnamed. No, Afton was <laughs> there with some unnamed uh, person. In the background, yeah, okay. as well. Oh, this is when I said crazy line dancing, and I said all I can say was two Texas two step yeah. motherfuckers. Te- yeah, Texas two step. I can do that too. Can you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fun. sure can. Um, That's probably not a great thing to say. I could do, but so we cut to Clayton, Ellie, and Rebecca, and they're making plans to go out on the town once Jack gets into town. And I'm like, oh my god, that would have been a party. I know, but then I was thinking. <laughs> And then, well, Lu- Lucy interrupts that because she says that Ellie has a phone call. Phone call. And then J- you see Jr. staring down. At Crazy Cliff. off the balcony. Off the balcony yeah, he, at uh, Jr. Suellen and Cliff dancing. That's like his evil perch. Jealousy. That was the same mm-hmm. look, but he was looking down whenever Cliff found you know who in the pool. Kristen, mm-hmm. we can say. Kristen. Mm-hmm. So, is that same? Like he had a drink in his hand, looking at him, like you're busted. Yeah, both times he's looking down at Cliff. <laughs> That's true. Very true. Okay, so Ellie is standing in the foyer. She's just hanging onto the phone and like staring off into space. In shock um, and silent like, emoting yeah, again. Silently drink. emoting, so we have to drink. That's silent what I was gonna emoting. say. <laughs> okay. Um. So and then Jr. comes down the stairs. She says that she, and you can see her like look down, like she's coming back to herself. Like she, she realizes she's still hanging onto the phone and then she like sets it down and then she's like stammering, trying to get it out. That punk call. And this news is changing the direction of the series completely. Yes. Yes. Completely changing direction of the series. Jock was flying in from the, you can see Jock's, I mean, JR's worry. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jock was flying in from the interior by helicopter when it crashed, and the locals have been searching all day, but there's nothing, and they believe that Jock is dead. They're giving up. They think he's dead. Yeah. They say Chill that Jock is And then, freeze dead. frame, Ellie. I know. It's Ellie, so it's not JR. Drink twice. Drink. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. And then I would like to uh, read what Leonard Katzman had to say. Oh, Okay. 
okay. Yeah. Leonard Katzman felt that one of the greatest losses was when we lost Jock. It was losing something that may be missing in a lot of American families, which was a very strong father figure who, when he sat at the table, nobody spoke unless they were talked to. And no matter how big the boys were, it was always, yes, sir, and yes, daddy. If they were arguing, he'd stop them. That was an element that originally made the show very successful. And I think a lot of people longed for that kind of dominant figure in a family. So there was a great loss when Jim Davis died. Leonard Katzman. I think that's kind of a lot of patriarchal bullshit, but um, Mm -hmm. I still think it's sad that he died. Yeah, that's like the man of the family kind of thing from the 80s. Um, I will say, though, if I can get, I've transferred a lot of my VHS to DVDs, and I found and some scene. more when we moved. Yeah, and scene. Um, and I have one from Thanksgiving of like 89, 90, 91, I think. Jock reminds me of my grandfather or vice versa or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. one, he's telling this story and the way he's sitting I'm telling you, that is exactly how it was. Like, that's what these women are like. Oh, he's the matriarch of the family. Oh, my God. I mean, it is how he died. But that, what he just read, is what everybody thought, especially in the South. I mean, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got to find especially, him. Especially, find on big, especially on big cattle ranches when they, you had the big patriarchal thing. We are on Big Chicken Farm. Yeah, like, who was... Uh, well, not me. Was it, was it uh, Lauren Green on Bonanza? Was he the father? I don't know. That seems right. That seems right. I'm, I'm yeah. not a Bonanza person. He was the patriarchal person over mm. Michael Landon, Parnell Roberts, and uh, Don Blocker, I think it was. My mom watches that on MeTV. My mom does. Oh, it's on MeTV. Okay. And <laughs> scene. A moment of silence. moment of silence for uh, Jim Davis. I'm going to do something unprecedented for me. I'm giving this five bourbons in a Texas two-step. Same. Because I loved this episode. Loved okay, it. so I thought about doing that, but I'm going to give it a 4.85, which is the highest I've ever done. No, Yeah, that's high. For me. And I'm going to give this, it's like a double whip here. It's going to be, I'm going to give it Ray's Tramp. Dot, 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 leading up to when Donna becomes a fucking badass in a fur coat really soon. Go. Oh. Trash case. I'm, <laughs> I'm going 5.0. Ooh, too fast. And The Call from Punk Anderson. Oh, okay. Enough said. Rest in peace, Jockey. If he's dead. Melanie. I gave it five bourbons. Oh, it's like a and shithead. Sorry. I gave it five bourbons like a shithead. But I didn't really have anything sure good did. to go with it. Uh, I when when you guys were saying Linner, I was like five bourbons and Linner. <laughs> Linner. Linner slash Dutch. <laughs> yeah, like I had nothing. I don't. I don't even have a closer for this episode. That is pathetic. You can give it the crazy bunny in the nursery. Okay. Yeah, crazy I mean, bunny or. Or you can give it Cliff's chest hair. First episode, I think we've seen his chest hair. For ah, ah. realsies. Nobody, nobody tops the bean skin rug. I know. God, that was like the double doozy. Um, so we're basically gonna probably do lives on barbecues and in the future oil barons. Oil barons, right? yeah. How, how, how about a wedding? I don't think we get, when is the next season? 
What? How about I let no. you? Spoiler. Spoiler. What? Spoiler. Hello. Look at his face. He's like, shit, we're live. We can't Damn it to hell. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we got to this. So we'll do barbecues and we'll do oil barons and then other very special episodes. There you go. Special occasions. Maybe, maybe special season occasions. enders. Maybe, oh, yeah. Season yeah. finales, maybe. Maybe season finales. Oh, that was, yeah. Yeah. Th- those yeah. are good, usually. Yeah. And we'll try to get some more publicity ahead of future lives. Yeah, we'll, we'll try. We, it's hard to schedule four people in different time zones. It really right. is. It is. My I'm only one in the wrong time zone now. Yeah. I, it was way harder when I was on uh, Pacific time. Because we were so spe- Yeah, because it was like still daylight. Mary's like, I'm drinking beer at 3 a.m., 3 p.m. And it was like... I know. It'd be the middle know. of the day. And I'm like, I guess I'm getting day drunk. All right. Cool. <laughs> you're, but, playing, uh, you're playing the Sue Ellen part. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. I guess I'm going to cut out. I'm so excited. And yes. we can't wait till our next episode, which is... Yeah. And, oh, yeah. What's the next any, episode? Any, any last the comments search. from anybody out there? Yeah, Chris Carrion said five bourbons and a helicopter from the interior. There you go. That's good a good one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anita said, y'all are awesome. Isa said, hey, um, y'all, I got to go and close up my side gig. I will chat y'all later. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by. Bye. This was great. <clears throat> and um, we will see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye, y'all. Y'all come back now, you hear? Nanu, nanu. Please have a closure. Chest hair. <laughs> or you could just say, <laughs> compare your cocks. It's a, it's a, it's a, a marquee. Say it. it. Get out of my head because that was my, that was the one I was going to go with and then I couldn't say it. Uh, <laughs> it just got almost said that motherfucker have a string. I knew it did. Mr. Lee's going to be the judge. All right. Bye, y'all. See you later. Bye. Daddy was flying in a chopper from the interior to the main airport. He never arrived. Well, I don't think we ought to sit here and take his word for it. We should be there. You don't have any proof that Daddy's crashed. But it's been two days and awful rough territory. Daddy's been in tight spots before. Don't you write him off yet? Bobby would miss Chuck terribly, but he'd adjust if he had to. Not JR. He wouldn't have anything left to live for if Chuck was dead.